did you notice that we missed an episode? Well, you've got bigger things to worry about right now, as do we. And the truth is, we've been a little bit scrambled. Lockdown with memberships, communities, courses, launches, and managing the kids' online learning. Well, it's all a bit bloody much. So Kate and I wanted to talk about this and what we're doing to stay sane. We don't actually know if this will be useful, but we're talking about it anyway. Hello and welcome to the Hot Copy Podcast, a podcast about copywriting, all about copywriters. No, for (laughs) copywriters, about copywriting. It's the end of the day and this is pretty reflective (laughs) of how we're feeling right now. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you have my to do the bit. Who are you? What do you do? Go on, yeah, do that bit. I haven't, I haven't got that in front of me. What do I say? Who even <laughs> am I now? Who are you? My name is Belinda Weaver. I am a copywriter. I have courses and communities and all sorts of things to help copywriters <laughs> just generally be more awesome. And with me is Kate Toon. Hello, I'm Kate Toon. I'm also a copywriter. I also have all sorts of things to help copywriters be more awesome and some SEO stuff to make people be more awesome at that. You can see from our voices, we're both a little bit weary. It's, yes. For me, it's two o'clock in the afternoon-ish, but I've been up since about 4.30 trying to get Ouch. the things done. And Belinda, what time is it where you are? 8.30 p.m. So yeah. I've, you know, been through dinner time, bedtime, oh. after oh. the full day. It's tough. Yeah. But I have wine. So I don't have wine. I've got a cold coffee that might be from yesterday, which I might still go into because it's that's the way I'm feeling right now. Yeah. But let's, should we, should we talk about it then? Should we break it down? We're going to go through, we're going to go through a few things today. So we're going to talk about, you know, COVID-19, how it's impacting us, how it's making us feel, different life. And we're going to also talk about our workload, homeschooling, all kinds of stuff. But then we also have a few questions about how to copyright in this period as well. Like if you are writing copy for clients, you know, what should you be doing, phrases you can use. So it's it's a multi-layered episode. Oh, uh, good. I'm so glad we have questions because I thought it was going to be us whinging at the internet. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, we can't win. Somebody just posted in my Kate Toon group that they're sick of people whinging about, you know, basic stuff like their kid not being able to have a birthday party and stuff like that, which I thought was a little bit brutal because it is all relative, you know, and it's hard to stay continuously grateful, you know, that we are not in hospital in the ICU or, or that we don't have a relative. It's hard to wake up every morning and that be your thought and that be your guiding thought through the day. So you're grateful for everything you know, even when the, your children are being annoying and you're stressed and you're not sleeping, still be grateful. Be grateful because other people have it worse than you. I find yeah. that really hard to maintain that thought, don't you? Oh, it's not normal. You can't do yeah. it. That's why it's hard. I mean, I had a yeah. friend text me because I think everyone's turned to the, you know, little texting chats, which are basically saving my day. And she went, I know I have no right to complain. And we all jumped in and went, no, 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 you get to complain. We all get to complain. We don't get to maybe assume that we have the worst and yes tomorrow but we can have a little whinge and it's legit so yeah a little bit of a a whinge does you good and then you pick yourself up and you keep on going you try not to wallow try not to spiral but also I think we should forgive ourselves if we are spiraling a little bit 
because you know if you've spent if you spend an hour or so digesting any kind of content online about what's going on you can come out the other side just feeling very hopeless and depressed and it's hard not to you know so you, then you try and look away and not look at it and then you feel guilty that you're not taking it seriously enough oh, and then you try and me. find a, a moment of joy so you know you try and find pleasure in something small then you feel guilty that you've had a moment of joy and it's like none of us know how to feel at the moment really do we yeah, that's exactly right. But how are you going? Like how different is lockdown to your regular routine? Absolutely not different at all. Right. I'm so glad you said that because I was like, well, the kids are home because I've got littlies. And so we've yeah. only really just started the whole school thing and I became hopelessly addicted. So it's been tough. But at the end of the day, it feels a bit like summer holidays where I'm trying to work and they're home except that we just can never go anywhere. Yes. Yes. So that's what it's like. It's like school holidays, which, you know, when they come, they seem to come around all the time. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, just when the school holidays are finished, I'll get into a rhythm. And then by about week eight or nine of term, I get into that rhythm and then it's school holidays again. And, you know, my son is now 10. So we've had lots of school holidays. We've had lots of kind of splitting the day between me and my partner, trying to keep him off the computer. But as you said, what we'll do usually in a school holiday is like, maybe I'll take him away for a night to Sydney or we'll, yeah. we'll go to, we'll go and have a, di- a big day out. And then the next day you don't feel guilty about them doing nothing because you've had a big day out. hundred um, percent. So that's, what's a bit different. We're still going out. So we have a big uh, oval down the end of our road, which no one goes to. So we walk the dog around there. Um, that's about it really but you know we're not like constantly in the house we have got a little bit of green space where we can go and be but yeah day to day my day involves getting up having a coffee walking the dog working all day going to bed yeah (laughs) we're so rock and roll I know I do I I used I do have little adventures with my partner and we do fun things I am missing that but not as much as I thought I would because honestly I was tired You know, I was due to go to England twice this year for big speaking events, one in Holland and then a week of speaking in the UK at uh, Creative North and a few other things. And I was looking forward to it, but I was also a bit daunted, you know, because I've been on a bit of a treadmill of stuff. So there's a little bit of me that's relieved, which again, I feel guilty about that again, because how dare I be relieved? I should be miserable, you know? Mm. How many Uh, is, which week are you in? I had to Google this because it's endless. I I don't know because, you know, Australia's been a bit wishy-washy about like exact things. Like, you know, it's like you can go to the hairdressers as long as you're six feet away from someone and you've got a P in your name and it's Wednesday. But you can't on Thursday unless you are not having a keep cup and you're standing six meters away from someone. So it's a bit confusing. We took our son out of school because they still haven't shut the schools here. So you can still go to school. That amazes me. And I'm also a little bit jealous. (laughs) Yeah, we took him out about two weeks before. See, the thing is as well, it's the same as America, like this sort of, you know, the federal law and then the state law. So the state's got ScoMo is all sending kids to school. But the New South Wales Premier said, the schools are open, but we wouldn't recommend sending your kids unless you're an essential worker. So it's, it's, you know, it's Mm. tricky. Tricksy, tricksy. We're in week four. Right. I think we are week four or five. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think I'm not sure 
but I think it might be getting a little bit easier, but I don't know if I've just had a good day. And I think that because <laughs> we're on spring break at the moment, which means I don't have to manage the online learning. And yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. play as much as you like. And it feels a little bit more relaxed. So I'm like, are we getting better at this? Or is it just the sunshine? <laughs> I don't know. I don't yet. know. See, the homeschooling thing is a tricky one. Um, we'll come back to workload because we're going to talk about workload as well. But homeschooling thing is a tricky one because for me, my son is 10. He's very computer, nearly 11. He's very computer savvy. He gets the homeschooling thing more than I do. So he understood Google Classroom, you know, the little note that says, log into blah, blah, and interact with the blah, blah, and upload your file to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what does that mean? And he's like, don't worry, mum, I've already done it. And I'm like, okay, cool. So yeah. homeschooling days were in a way better for us because he was occupied. Like he was trying to get through it as quickly as possible because he knew when he'd done it, he was kind of free. So mm. for about three, three and a half hours, we'd help him a little bit. He was occupied. Now it's school holidays. And what's he going to do? He doesn't play. You don't play when you're 11, especially not an, a 17-year-old, 11-year-old like he is. Yes. He yeah. just wants to be on his game because that's he does chat with his friends. And they can, you know, shout, hey, cuz, you know, go upstairs, shoot him, go, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And then if he's not doing that, I'm like, this morning I said to him, you have to have two hours where you're not on any device, you can't watch telly. And literally he looked at me as if I was insane. <laughs> yeah. you know, and he's like, but what will I do? And I said, who knows? Yes. Um, you know, but then again, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm forcing my children to be bored. I'm being very annoying saying being bored is good for you. But yeah, You're one I of found, those parents. I am definitely one of those parents. I get out of my <laughs> office. I got some work to do. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Like I said that to my son this morning. I said, I am not, I'm not one of those things outside a car dealership that waves its arms in the air. I'm not here to entertain you. I don't know what you'll do for two hours. Work it out, you know, set yeah. fire to something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I found when the homeschooling thing came in, because I think we had two weeks off it and then we, God, we must've been in lockdown for maybe six weeks now. I just have no idea. But when it all kicked in, I felt so overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, are you kidding? I'm trying to create this new course. We're going into a launch. My husband's work is really stressed. Are you kidding me? And um, I, I don't know. I basically said to the teacher, Susan, we're going to do some of this. Karen. <laughs> we're going to do some of it, but we're not doing all of it. Yeah. She's six and that's what's going to happen because oh, I just, I couldn't stand a miserable child all day. I'm not getting no. any work done. She's hating it. So we're kind of cherry picking the fun things and then I'm going, Playtime! Well, that's six. six. It's a bit, I mean, exactly. But even, look, at the end of the day, we can't be expected to do the same as a teacher. And everyone's going to go back and be a bit behind. There's going to be a whole period of, of people catching up. But it'll be the whole world. It's not like that's one person's right. going to be super advanced. And if they are, good for them. Do you know what I mean? I can't, I can't bother worried about it. I had to you unfriend know? some people, though, on Facebook, just who were like... Who were, doing, were they doing craft? Week three and everyone's blossoming under homeschooling. Oh, and, oh whatever. Oh. Yeah, Good they're probably you. like secretly necking gin at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, I think we're all just doing our best. And uh, with workload, I mean, it's just a joke, really, because obviously time has been reduced, I'd say, pretty much by half for me. And the time that yeah. I do have, I just feel super guilty. And also my brain has turned to soup. So things that would usually take me about an hour are taking me three or four hours. I'm getting super distracted by stupid things that I don't need to do. And I'm finding that I'm only really 
able to do really low level brain stuff. Like I can reconcile my zero. I can tidy up my desktop, but if you, you know, I'm trying to write course materials for my course and you know, I'm trying to like pull together seven resources into a new video and then also read up on the latest facts and add that in and then write it up into a PowerPoint to brief my designer and then record the video. And and, uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And I'm the trap is, you know, when we've got kids or even if we don't, and we're just having a really unfocused day, then we're like, Oh, now I've got to work at night. And you know, I have, I'm like, I'm putting on my earphones and I'm just going to work. And then I open up Facebook and I'm like, Ooh, an ad for a jumpsuit. (laughs) The stupid like, things I bought. Doing? Have you been buying stupid things? I bought this attachment for my hose that turns it into a pressure hose. Oh, nice. I, I bought like a mini house that you make inside a tin. <laughs> I'm never going to, I don't even know. <laughs> just things. Well, I just things. buy jumpsuits. More jumpsuits. Yeah, okay. I don't look good in jumpsuits. Um, but it's, yeah, we are buying a lot of things. And the Amazon truck is literally Santa. It's just right parked now. outside your door. Yeah, the kids are like, what have we got this time? And I'm like, new chalk and a sewing kit and a hula hoop and go outside and play. How are you? I mean, because I guess we shouldn't just talk about ourselves. How have you got any tips for the listeners on how you are getting your work done? Yes, I'm being kind to myself and I'm being kind to the kids. So I'm basically saying you they have to create before they consume that's generally our screen time rule so i'm saying if you do something crafty or something play worthy then you can have a little bit of tv in the morning so mm-hmm. i know a work session is happening and then they have to play for a few solid hours and then they get more tv so basically i'm being realistic about what i can get done in the day and that's mm-hmm. really important and very conservative and i'm also lining up activities that might engage them together or engage their attention so I can do little things like little Mm. quick things clear the inbox out take care of notifications and then I'm basically saying who wants to watch a movie yeah and that's when I can get some deep stuff yeah yeah, so I'm I'm really trying to break my to-do list down into 25-minute chunks. So, you know, if I've got a big task, I try and break it down into four smaller tasks. And um, I'm doing sort of low-level stuff on my laptop in the lounge while Orion's in there. So at least I'm with him, you know, and I'm yeah. kind of watching the movie with him. But I'm also – and he's like, Mom, you know, shut your laptop. And I'm like, this is just what it is at the moment. Sorry, dude. You know, this is just life. Um, and then I am getting up, trying to get up at like 6 o'clock. And, and from six till nine, it's like all bets are off in our house. My son maybe gets up about seven, makes his breakfast, but goes a little on the computer a little bit. So that is time where I can do proper stuff and I'm trying to just power through it. Um, yeah. I also keep making myself lists, uh, what I like to call not to-do lists, which is all the things I think I would love to do today, but I know are not going to happen. So mm-hmm. I'm just putting those on a little list so they're out of my brain and it feels like, you know, I'm not forgetting you. You will get attention at some point, but today... I'm only going to do the, I'm only putting three things a day on my to-do list so that anything more than that feels like a win. Um, So that's what's working for me. Um, I think I'm getting quite good at sort of like what actually needs to be done. Not what would I like to do, but what actually needs to be done. And I end up with like a few things at the bottom at the end of the day and I put them at the bottom because I'm like, you're good. You will actually wait. wait. The only thing I'm finding is, uh, uh, you know, I'm doing the, which I always do. I'm classically avoiding the task, the hard task, this making the videos thing. And I know, but there's, there's a bit of me in the back of my mind that knows that I'll get it all out because I always do. And sometimes I have to leave it till the eighth hour to just give me the impetus to do it because mojo is in short supply at the moment. Yeah. And when I don't have mojo, 
the only way I get things done is through terror, absolute terror. <laughs> so, you know, I know that those videos have to be there at 10 o'clock on Monday and there will come a point when my stomach goes, and I go, okay, stop procrastinating and do it. And I bang them out and they'll be fine, you know, because yeah. we've been here before. How yeah, is, I'm, uh, I'm in content production right now, just yeah, banging it out. Drinking ginger sound perky. It can, always, <laughs> it can always sound better. Later on, you can redo it. It's fine. Um, yeah. And you're, you know, the thing is, I'm, you know, I'm just going to say this right now, Belinda Uber. Your average is someone else's excellent. I'm just oh, going to say that right Thank now. you, my love. Did thank you take you. that in? Yeah. yeah. Right right. Back at you. Cool. Do a little heart sound. Heart emoji. What? Um, talking of heart emojis, ha- yeah. have you managed not to, you know, come to come to like you know screaming and yelling at your partner is everything good well I have absolutely clarified that he packs a dishwasher dishwasher like a complete idiot but oh they do it deliberately they do it deliberately so they don't have to do it they put everything upside down so it fills with water but yeah no Simon's been working in the garage because he's he's reckons he's got more stuff or is more stressed or something. No, that's not fair. I mean, we're for a little while at the beginning, <laughs> we were playing who's more stressed. Who's the busiest. Yeah. yeah, And yeah. who's the busiest, but I think we've got through that. So he has his space. Um, and do you know what we did on the weekend? Cause we're basically like passing ships in the night. I'm working in the evening to try and catch yeah. up and he's working in the garage. But on Saturday night, we had a date night in the car. Oh, you guys and are so cute. The Tesla plays Netflix on the big screen. So oh we, watched, we watched Star Steve, Wars in the car. We should all just have a Tesla. We should all have a Tesla in our driveway. So fancy. I've, but I've, yeah. I've, got, I've got a bike. Me, me and my partner could sit on my bike and watch yeah. movies on my phone. Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly the same. But uh, yeah, I set up the tablet with a camera. We had a bottle of champers, sat in the car oh, with nice. stereo. It was really nice. And so we actually went, you know what? Let's do that every week because oh, we have been just passing guys. shifts. You oh. guys are so cute. We're not you? cute. We're not cute at all. <laughs> I got no, we are just um, me and my son's dad are just, you know, doing a bit of a balancing act. He's actually been pretty good. He's not as busy as me and he's actually finally admitted it because he teaches French. And so most of his lessons have gone. Finally embraced technology and started doing Zoom lessons, which I've wanted him to do for two or three years because we live in Australia and the people all over Australia who he can't get to. Yeah. And so is he pivoting? He's he pivoting. pivoting. <laughs> I pivoted on I pivoted on his behalf. But you know, and he's getting fairly decent money. Like he's managed to pretty much replace his base income, not the extras, awesome. but and he's moved a lot of his tutors online. So he's doing okay. Obviously, no new inquiries, no new tutors. So a lot of his admin has gone. So he has been doing a little bit more. Just so like if we split the day in half, he'll do an extra hour or and he's much better at not giving a crap if my son's whinging or bored. He just doesn't seem to hear it. Whereas I'm oh. like, okay, all right, well, what, what do you want? Shall we, do we do yeah. something? And he's just like, oh, he'll get on with it. It'll be fine. You know, go that's read right. And that, that's right. And I need that person there because you I do need get, that person. I pretend that I don't feel guilty about it and I'm tough as nails with the kids. But in actual fact, I have a lot of mum guilt yeah. around going, no, I can't play. Yes. And actually, yeah, it's not. Totally. I, don't, I don't want to. Play. You're always pretending you're tough. You crack, crack your knuckles at the beginning, trying to sound <laughs> tough. And then she was like, "Oh, it hurt." <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Oh, but you know, and that's a really thing. That's a thing we have to juggle. I mean, we we often have to juggle it all the time. We have to juggle it mm. all the time with our work. But I, we're in the pressure cooker right now, where 
the pressure with our partner, the pressure with our parents, the pressure with our kids. Like it's, it's all just so much more. So we're talking about feelings a lot with everyone. Feelings, lots mm. of feelings. Talking of feeling and wellness, I love to do um, a bit of this, you know. I love the segues. Or, well, the segues is important. I wish I had a segue, by the way. That's something I want to purchase. Um, are you feeling sane? I am today, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a good day. But you know yeah, what? When we, we talked about doing this episode, I was not having a good day. I was not having a good day at all. So this is my basic strategy at the moment is because we have the children and the partners and the communities and the memberships and the course people and the, the teachers and our friends, everyone wants is everyone wants a piece of me right now. That's how it kind of feels. So for me, I'm just trying to do things that fill my bucket as quickly as possible. <laughs> so before everyone. I don't, I don't want to know anything about your bucket. Thank you very much. You don't know about my buckets. You know about my buckets. So No, bucket. I, I'm being lewd. It, it, right. I'm being lewd. Move on. Sorry. Good, because I, 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 I was touching my boobs while I said that and I was like, I, I don't know where this is going now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I left Kate speechless. Oh, but she yeah, did. So yes. I'm, you know, I'm, try- I'm med- rebooting my morning routine. So I meditate in the morning and I journal to get oh, some. Oh, you're one of those people. I know. But you know what? It's an hour without anyone touching me or telling me about their poo or needing to be fed. And I hold it very sacred. So that for me is really important. And um, now that we've got some nice weather, I'm, I've discovered that my husband has a grown-up size scooter. So the girls and I are going scootering in the afternoon, like a, nice. a push one. And I'm finding a little bit of physical activity in the sunshine that's not, in quotes, exercise, is making me feel better. How yeah. about you? Um, I'm not meditating. I'm not journaling. But I do get up every morning early and I walk my dog and um, I still get coffee from the coffee place, all socially isolating. You know, they're all they're doing all the like one person in at a time, no keep cup thing. Um, just to have a little bit of interaction with the world, you know, so yeah. that's my one thing. And I'm there at six. So there's like one other person around. Um, and just but it feels normal. Gen- I yeah, bet it feels normal. Kind of. It does a bit. I'm sure lots of people will be judging me. But I live in the middle of nowhere and there's no people really anyway. It's not like I live in the heart of Sydney. Anyway, um, so I do that uh, with my dog and that's my little time. Sometimes I listen to a podcast or I ring my mum in the UK and that's my little time. But that's it. I don't. I feel the same. Like I feel like everyone wants a piece of me and there's not enough me to go around. And I'm kind of holding it together with a kind of mix yeah. of coffee and wine and, you know, but I'm not doing amazingly well. My healthy routine has kind of gone. Obviously, I don't have my personal trainer. I know a lot of people are doing online videos and stuff. It's just not me. I just, I don't like that. And I don't like it. So I'm not, I'm not being particularly fit. I mean, I've just gone through a huge launch. The first two weeks of having people on the recipe for SEO success is always really intense because yeah. there's a lot of admin issues and login stuff and people are getting used to how the course works and, you know, people are emailing when you're like, don't email me, put your questions here. And then they email you. And there's a lot of that. The first two weeks yeah. are always yeah. tough. Uh, and then I stupidly launched something else like you did because we're idiots. And I'm also doing <laughs> yeah. this daily, daily podcast. So I've relaunched the Kate Toon show and I'm doing a podcast every day, uh, which doesn't take that long. It takes an hour a day to do because I just, whatever comes out of my mouth, I put out there. There's no editing, but it's still, it's another hour 
why did I do that? Like, you know, and I feel like I've committed to it now, so I have to at least do it for like 30 days. So that's my yeah. commitment to myself. But, you know, it, it's my, my own worst enemy. Uh, and I, it's a period of our lives, you know, like it's not going to last forever. You know, I do think it's slowly becoming the new normal. So it's not like you wake up every day going, oh, I feel so bereft. You're like, yeah, you know, it gets that's... less and less like that because you know what's coming the next day, nothing. Yeah, um, and I have to admit, like as part of the, my mindset, I have actively um, reduced my kind of sphere of living. Like I, I do not check the news and I've oh, been no, to the shops twice not. just to kind of see other humans. But I'm just concentrating on the next hour, this day, yes. what the kids yeah. are doing this afternoon. It's just us in a little bubble in the house and that kind it's of, not, and it's not it doesn't feel real. No, it feels weird. I mean, I find one thing that is very in my psyche is I do like stuff to look forward to. I'm very much like, oh, you know, in a couple of weeks we're doing this. And I I am missing that. But also I realize that sometimes in that I wish my life away. I'm not very present. So I do feel a lot more present in in my life, which I I feel like I sound like a wanker. But uh, yes. Oh, no, you're talking to the right person. Am I? Well, you're You're so woo. You're woo. -woo. (laughs) Well, you know, with giving and giving, you know, also we've got our communities, you know, I'm trying to turn up for those um, financially. I'm trying to give to them. So, I've, you know, I've given all my members of my community like money off stuff and vouchers and extra things and trying to do that without also not, you know, financially ruining myself, trying to turn up every day to be a bit motivational when I'm not feeling that motivational. Yeah. Um, I'm know, also to sharing my, my bad game. days. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's my B game, to be honest. And I'm happy with that. But um, yeah. yeah, that's hard. Anyway, we're meeping again. Stop meeping. But I think, I think what we've talked about so far is routine is working for us. Yes. And being kind to us. Cause one of the things we talked about when we sort of briefly talked about this episode is, um, feeling when we both, when we both cried like tiny babies, we did, we cried with each other. We did. It was great. (laughs) I'm glad that's not this pod. No crying today, but we were talking about how we genuinely want to help people and we're trying to do our best for them. And it just, when we hit the end of the day with our kids and our partners, there's, there's almost nothing left for ourselves. There is nothing left. Really random aside, I've just realized you really remind me of Emma Thompson. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah. Have you seen Years and Years? No. That's that SBS drama. Oh, it's dead good. It's kind of bleak. Um, I'm going to Google it now. Are you talking? Yeah, watch it later. It's quite bleak and it's quite relevant to now. If you're listening, listeners, listen to it. It's on SBS in the U- in Australia. I'm not sure what it would be on. Where it's British, and yeah. she's like this kind of crazed prime minister, very kind of almost right wing. And uh, you don't remind me of her in that. I just oh, I've been watching it a lot, and I was like, oh, you look dead like Emma Thompson. So there you go. That's who would play you in a movie because I get Tina Fey and the woman out of Misery, which is really nice. <laughs> That's a good, some good extremes there. I know. Oh, but you know what else I've been, I was reflecting on how I'm looking about this. Like you were saying, yeah. it's a period of our lives. I'm very much, because launching all the things, I'm doing more in this period than I've done in than any ever... year up until now. Yeah, And same. I'm looking at it as an endurance, like a, like a marathon. Like this yeah. is an endurance race. It's going to mm-hmm. end and then I'm never going to want to do it again. But mm, you will though. Just one foot in front of the other, one day yes. in front of the other. That's totally how I'm looking at this. Don't think about it too much as well. Like, do you know, stone navel gaze? Don't, 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 you know, it's like 
what I do is I make my to-do list the night before. And when I come in the morning, there was no time where I sit and go, what, oh, the, what's happening in the oh. world? What shall I do? I just start on the first thing on my to-do list. It's like me, myself, and I. Like It's like my, the, my boss has left me this list. It just happens that my boss is actually me. And I yeah. just don't think about it too much because I can't do anything. I can only control what I can control. As you said, I can control the next hour. How am I going to use this time most efficiently? Is this the best use of my time? Am I investing my time intelligently? Because every hour I'm in my office, I'm not with my family and I feel guilty. Yeah. So stop. I, I, I like you. This is the most I've ever worked ever. The hardest I've ever worked, but it's also the most focused I've been. Even though my brain is soupy, I am not fanning about. Like one right. of the things I do when I get a bit bored is I start looking around at what everyone else is doing and go, oh, yeah, no look, time at, for that. look at, look at, you know, Joanna Weeb. She's got so many brilliant courses and she's amazing. And I'll never be Joanna Weeb. <laughs> oh, look at this person. Look at their books that they've written. I'll never be Tom Albrighton, you know. And I'm not doing that at the moment because I'm too busy just even trying to be Kate Toon. And it's an exhausting job being Kate Toon, I can tell you. So that's yeah. one thing that's helped as well. My blinkers are well and truly on. Should we, should we answer some questions from people? Yeah, absolutely. Should we do that? Yeah. Um, okay. The first one I've got, and some of these relate to copywriting more than just sort of existential angst. Uh, Claire Hastings uh, from my community says, from a content perspective, are people sick of hearing about how to effectively work from home or pivot their company? I feel like that kind of content has run its course, but many companies don't know where to go from here in their content. I agree. I think there was a period when this first started where it was like, you know, if you've only just started working from home, here are some tips and whatever. And we've shared a few today. But I think, you know, we're into like week four or five. If you've not worked it out by now, I mean, you know, it's not that hard. You sit in your pants and you turn the computer on, you know, try not to go and turn the dishwasher on every five minutes. It's not that hard. Um, pivoting, I think we're, I was sick of that before it even started. Like, yeah. sure, add a new service, try and help your customers in a different way do more online stuff. But, you know, all these people sprouting like, you know, launch an eight-week course. It's like, do you know how hard it is to make an eight-week course when right. the life is good and you're feeling creative and the kids are at school and you've got money in the bank and your parents are safe and you can go to the shops whenever you like and get, you know, drunk at the weekend with your mates. It's hard then. Really How hard. How are you supposed to do it now? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just don't absolutely. get it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I think it's kind of discrediting course creation as well. Like I like- I do. I like the the positivity of like this is an opportunity, um, but <laughs> but also it's a, such a balance between letting people just feel some feelings for a yes. little while. So it's such a it's such a fine balance to to walk. I mean, is it too tired? The thing is, people will hear the content differently from different people. So just because someone's written a piece about it doesn't mean that you can't write a piece about it. But I think it's more important to ask yourself some critical questions first and go, who needs this? Why am, am I, I writing what, it? What am I, yeah, what problem what have I, I got to add? Me? Yes, what have I got to add? I mean, I think, you know, companies not knowing where to go with their content. I was, I was just talking to Rand Fishkin from Moz this morning, as you do. Mm. And, um, you know, we were talking about, I like to call it the uh, baby panda uh, factor. And it's like, you know, at the end of the news where they've talked about everyone dying and a war in Iran and, and you know, someone getting run over, they're like, and a baby panda was born in New York Zoo. You know, and it's like, ah, that's okay. We're all right then because it's baby panda. We can all feel good <laughs> about the world. So I yeah. think it's trying to find baby pandas and talking about them. Uh, I think 
you know, maybe your content doesn't necessarily need to be the how, the why, the what, the where. It can be, you can, one thing I think companies can do is start promoting other companies and giving back and doing a bit of good karma, karma promoting their customers, uh, yeah. you know, like maybe just doing a bit of good karma style marketing rather than pushing out messages and also finding joy, moments of joy and, and positivity in it, you know, so sharing stories about nice things that are happening and uh, not that we're not taking it seriously, but there's news outlets and there's the World Health Organization and all that, that they can be our source of truth. Your interpretation yeah. of the truth, you sharing statistics and facts and it, does it really help? I think I think maybe it's an opportunity, maybe not to market so much, and maybe work on your internal workings, your automation, your automation, your your funnels, your customer service. Maybe not publish quite so much, and what you do publish, maybe focus on positive stories if you can, or, or you know, celebrating other businesses and giving them a leg up or other people. What, that, that's what I'm trying to do anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a certain amount of business as usual to it yes. as well. I think it's yeah. totally okay to just publish the kind of content you would yeah. have published before, unless it's tone completely tone deaf. Yeah. You've got to do that. But I think there's, we're in week four, five, six, whatever, that there's a little bit of, can we just have something that feels a bit normal? Yeah. And, and this is not ending anytime soon. So yeah. I mean, I just, I released an episode of my podcast, the recipe, the SEO success one about like, you know, how to do SEO with no no tools, you know, how not to pay for tools. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's just a piece of content that I want to put out there that is useful. It's I'm not putting it out there and going in the time of COVID, you know. Yes. That's what I think people are doing a lot. Like how to write a press release in the time of COVID. Yeah. yeah. How it's, to bake a cake in the time of COVID. It's like, we don't need to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're, do, we're doing one episode on this. We've talked about bringing it into other episodes and we're like, no, we're going to do one episode on this. And then we're just going to get back to trying to help people because what this podcast is all about, you know? Yeah. So, another question here, which is kind of pertinent as well. What about the trend of not using words like cor- coronavirus and COVID-19 in copy? Instead, uh, people using phrases like these challenging times, uh, etc. So I'll be honest, I'm doing a daily podcast about how people are coping in this period. And I have not used the word coronavirus or COVID-19 once. I talk about these tricky times because I'm just sick of hearing the word, man. It's not like I'm afraid of the word. Like if it came out of my mouth, I wouldn't be like, oh, edit it. But yeah, I don't know. It's like, you know, it's like the C word, isn't it? Or lesbian. (laughs) You know, you have to whisper. You know, it's like, use it if you want to use it, if it feels right. I don't think it's a slap in the face. I don't think it's a word we can't use. Again, as with any words, you know, we did an episode about about swearing. You know, if if it's right for your brand to call a spade a spade, call a spade a spade. If if you want to be a bit more fluffy about it and kind of waltz around a bit, do that. It's what works for your brand. What do you think? I think as soon as you use COVID-19 or coronavirus, it's dating the content. And mm. if you're okay with that and you're planning for it to be um, a piece that's Short really just piece. relevant to right now, that is 100% okay. But if mm-hmm. you're writing evergreen content or you're writing a piece of copy that you need to stand the test of time, then I would focus on having topical elements that you maybe then take out later you know, because I did that, I have to admit, with my uh, course launch sequence. I was like, right, I think it would be absolutely tone deaf if I completely launch without mentioning this at all because it feels um, like it doesn't, it's not a good fit. However, 
I was like, I need most of this to be pretty evergreen so I can just take out those bits. So yeah, as you said, use the words, don't use the words that, that can be down to how topical and short term the content is. But if you're happy to talk about it, then do like, I just, I don't think it's a big problem. No, I don't either. Um, next question is from uh, Rose Tucker. Uh, what offers and support service have you seen business put in place that you think work well? For example, loads of tech companies were offering discounts or free access as more people had to set up work from home. Good or bad thing in your opinion? Again, I was actually talking about this this morning again with Rand because obviously he's got a company and subscriptions. And, we're, you know, I think if you have the money, and the wherewithal to give your stuff away for free, great, go mm-hmm. for it, you know. Um, but I don't think you necessarily need to do that if you're a small business. I don't think you need to massively discount your services or change no. anything. And the reason I say that is like, you know, my SEO course is not cheap. It's, you know, it's, it's an expensive course for a lot of people. It's a decision. It's not like a cheap thing that they can buy. And um, I, but that money you know, it's, it's accounted for in my business. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've got a team to pay. Uh, it, there's a certain, there's a margin, you know, and I can cut my margin a little bit, but not massively. I'm, I'm not Gary Vanyachuk. Do you know what I mean? I don't have millions of dollars. So I, you know, I gave a, a small discount, but it wasn't the kind of discount that was going to make someone who wasn't going to buy, buy. Yeah. It was a, a literal kind of like slight sweetener. Do you know what I mean? Here's a cupcake with your coffee. It's not like here's the coffee and the cupcake. And yet, you know, and yet still people bought it and it sold out. And yet at the same time, Moz has given away their SEO training for a bit. They're not anymore. Yoast gave away theirs for a little bit for free. And yet people still bought mine. So remember it's, it's, if you think that price is going to make that much of a difference, then I would say this is quite maybe brusque, but I would say that you're selling completely based on price. You know, like yeah. you have to have other things that people value. People want to work with you. They see the value. They see the worthwhile investment. I don't yeah. know. Do you know what I mean? Like, No, uh, I agree 100%. Yeah. When I was um, putting together, because I was like, oh, sh- pricing for my new course. And I was like, this is for business owners. Um, and then I was talking to someone who started asking me some very pointed questions. And I was like, things are tricky. They're going to be surviving. They're going to make some judgment calls about whether they can spend the money. And I got these questions back to me. It was like, well, why... Why are you willing to reposition the value of this course Mm. at this low level when before this happened you would have sold it at this price? I was like, oh. And he goes, you you can't then jump the price back up so significantly um, and expect better results. You are repositioning the value of your offer. So Mm. that's something to think about. And you don't need to feel guilty and discount because of that. As you said, like I think a lot of these technology tools, they can, the businesses can afford it. Um, The tools, it's genuinely helpful to have more people access it. But Mm. they're also smart about it. The more people who try it for free, the more Mm. people who are likely to pay later on. So these Mm. aren't totally rooted in generosity here. They're very strategic decisions, but a free sample can work very well. And it also, to a degree, speaks to the level of, complexity of the course like if you if the course is like $200 course and you can give it away for free it does probably doesn't come with any support or anything like that then it's you know it's easier to give something like that away for free because essentially it doesn't matter it's just sitting there earning you money it's not I don't know it's a hard one yeah. but uh yes I I agree um 
Di Clements asks about kind of like cheesy words. And I do think we're going to come out of this with a lexicon of coronavirus yes. words. Uh, yes. you know, she's talking about, you know, not using the word pivot. And, and I did a whole episode of my podcast about that. It's become a bit of a, a bit of a cheesy word. There's, there's a few others that don't spring to mind, but I've seen lots of memes, you know, of like words that you know, are, are totally of this time and probably will never want to use again. And Dai mm-hmm. says, you know, it's right up there with the tribe in my book as just utterly cheesy. Um, I think, again, it depends who you are. It depends who your audience is. I know lots of people who love the word tribe, uh, just as people, you know, love emails that open with, hey, hun, or hey, girl, or, right. you know, it's hey, a beautiful. Vibe. It's a vibe. It might not be your vibe, but it's someone's vibe. And I think as long as it feels right to you and it doesn't make you cringe, then you go for it. You know, if other people are cringing, they're probably not your people. And, you know, as we've said so many times on this podcast, marketing is as much about repelling as it is about attracting. So the words that you use will, will, yeah, turn some people off. But they're going to be turned off at some point. Maybe better that they're turned off straight away. (laughs) Yeah, and I think there's a whole lot of shaming going on. Like it's all right that we can have a little whinge and go, oh, God, pivot. Stop using that word. But everyone just stop bragging on everyone else as well. Yeah. Everyone's of- just trying their best, you know? Yeah. Well, most people are, I mean, some people are just assholes, but most All people are just trying <laughs> like me. They're just trying their best. We're just trying to do what works. And, you know, people, you know, it's like anything like this. I remember during the bushfires, you know, people put their foot in their mouths. People did things that they, they misstep, misstepped or misstepped. What's the expression? Do you know what I mean? They, yeah. they made mistakes, misspoke. Yeah made mistakes and people just, you know, en masse, the mob mentality, shred them. And it's like, people aren't going out of their way to be idiots. They're just trying to do their best. You know, it's, it's hard. I mean, as I said, I'm doing this daily podcast and it's not scripted. And some of the things that come out of my mouth, I'm like, I'm probably going to live to regret some of this stuff (laughs) because it's pretty silly, some of it, but it is what it is, you know, and what can you do? Now, yeah. Should we end on? Should we end on something positive? Yeah, I um, I should we have our baby pa- panda? Let's have our baby panda moment. Let's have our baby panda because I asked Facebook what everyone's guilty pleasure is because we're all just like, ah, kids, I'm in my pajamas, I have all this work to do, I can't leave the house, and I was like, but what are you secretly loving to bits? So I'm going to ask you, Kate, what are you secretly loving to bits? Look, I have just taken the pressure off myself from being super healthy and not being greedy. You know, I lost a lot of weight and I've worked quite hard with that. And I'm not going to let myself slide. But look, you know, I I am having a glass of wine or two or seven at the end of the day. And I'm not killing myself about it like I would before. You know, I am being a bit more greedy. I am dressed today like I live in a bin. Uh, My hair's (laughs) bad. My eyebrows have joined together in the middle of my back pretty much. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a grub at the moment and I don't care. And that I'm loving, yeah. that's my guilty pleasure, you know, just being, not being, well, I'm not that I'm perfect, of course, but not even trying to be perfect, not even yeah. trying to have a facade that I'm a human being, just being an utter grub. What about yeah. you? Um, I'm absolutely loving not having to do school drop off and pick up oh, yeah. like I love saying goodbye at school but to like I use that as my impetus to get dressed in a reasonable fashion and kind of put a bit of makeup on and you know so yeah. I can do the school run and I'm kind of loving 
not having that part of my routine, even though it yes. means having the children home all the time. But yeah, not having to drop people off and pick people up, take people oh, places. Do, yeah, this is it. Take you know, take my kid to Taekwondo and take him to this and yeah, schedule and management. Loving, Oh, yes, God. I'm loving not having to do any speaking as well because although I love it, kind of was growing to hate it. So it's nice to have a break. And we've got some others here. So Narissa Bentley said, "I'm loving the fact that I don't have to do hair and makeup at all." Yes, yes. same, same. Hooray. There we go. <laughs> um, Kelly Smith says, "Not having to drive to half a dozen places every day." Um, yep. And Kelly's kids and my kids go to the same school, so I'm uh, like, "I feel you, Kelly." Taxi service. Kylie Singh says, uh, not going out after dinner to drop up and pick up kids. Bliss. Yeah, like, you know, those late... See, if my son wanted to do a class that started at six or seven o'clock, I'd just be like, no, you're not doing it. No. You can't do it. A, A, because we don't have a car, so I can't pick him up. So that that... That's brilliant. My son just can't have a life. Um, but yeah, when I read that from Kylie, I was like, oh my God, is that what happens when they get older? Yeah, it's, it's totally what? what happens. And when you've got like teenagers that are like 16, 17 and they can't drive and you don't want them driving with their mad friends, you have to go and pick them up from parties at midnight. Oh my God, that's what my parents used to have to do. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not even going to go into my youth. No, I'm still in my COVID bubble, not thinking about that. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah, it's a long way off. Jane Mills says, I'm loving the quiet roads with barely any traffic. Yes, I've really noticed that as well. Like, you know, there's just no, the other thing I've noticed is so many people walking and cycling and jogging and, it's kind of you know, cool. isn't it? It's great. Yeah. Although so my that- youngest is um, three and she, because there's no cars on the road, her, her sense of road safety has gone, gone right out, out the window. <laughs> she is reckless. Yeah, and I'm like, get it you've back. got to look out for cars. And she's looking at me like, where? Yeah, there are none. Yeah, it's a whole you new world. I, I think the other thing that I am loving is I am loving there is more of a sense of community. You know, we're popping next door to see our elderly neighbor. We can't go in, obviously. But we're seeing, you know, every couple of days just checking in on her. And, you know, I've talked to more people in the street than, I know you're not, you know, we're far from each other, but people are talking more. People are more friendly and jolly. You know, like I are... You know, I'm always nice to people in shops and, and cafes because I used to work in shops and cafes and I know how horrible it is. But even my son today, we went to the supermarket. I took him. I haven't taken him to the shops for four weeks and he was really excited to go. We right. did our hand sanitizer and all of that. And he asked the lady at the checkout, are people being nice to you? And she was like, yeah, you know, most people are and some people are grumpy. But I don't know if he's ever even truly been conscious that there's actually somebody beeping the shopping before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not that he's oh, a brat or anything, but it was no. nice, you know, and just a bit of interaction and, yeah, you know. Yeah, I've like, been Why? to the shops three times Sorry. and it was thrilling. It is thrilling. Just get. He said, like, I can see all these old people doing shopping. Why don't young people do the shopping for them? Because they are less likely to catch it. And I'm like, maybe they don't have any young people in their life. But even that, like just being aware of people, I don't know. I think there's That's hopefully so some lovely. positives will come out of it. He's a good egg. He's he, a good he's egg. Not all the time. Not when he's shouting, cousin bro. Cuz bro! <laughs> go on to the next level! Anyway... This was a bit of a rambly episode, listeners. I hope it was, you know, what we hope is that you got a cup of tea and it felt like you were chatting with us uh, as yeah. well. Um, uh, Belinda, one good thing is that Belinda and I have cried together, which was nice. And That was uh, a moment, wasn't it? It was a bit of a moment because I often think that you have it all together. I don't know why I think that <laughs> because you never tell me that you do. And I think you think I have it all together. So it was nice to just kind of dribble snot out of our noses and cry. At yeah, each other. it took one of us to break and then the other person. I broke first. Me too, me 
I broke. Um, so thank you, dear listeners, for listening. Uh, Belinda will now do the outro because I don't know what it is. Have you got the outro? Yeah, you know I've got a testimony. I've got a review because people are so organized. Leaving us fantastic reviews, and we always read them out at the end of the show. So this one is from Mage87 in Australia. Yay. And they say, I'm loving the podcast episodes and can't wait to get through them all and implement the learnings. Just finished number 62. And as always, it was super practical and interesting with a touch of humor and lightheartedness. That's kind of what I hope we were today. So thank you, ladies. Keep up the great work. It is appreciated. And oh. I thought that was a really good choice today because yeah. that made me go, oh, thank you. Because this is just an example of us going, oh, we missed an episode. We feel really bad. What are we going to do? And then we went, let's just have a chat about what the hell we're doing. And then we'll push on with some more great episodes and pick up from there. People will forgive us. So <laughs> I hope you have. Yes. Um, and of course, we have a hot copy web podcast website. You can go there, find us on <laughs> iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. And, and I haven't got the notes in front of me, so that's all I got. Yeah, leave us a review. We love reviews. They make us happy and they help other people uh, find the show. And yeah, check out uh, the Hot Copy Podcast website. Leave us a comment. You know, maybe head to the Hot Copy Facebook page and tell us how you're coping. We are genuinely interested. You know, it's, it's good to hear from other people in, in the community. Uh, but yes, lots of good episodes coming up. We've got a few lined up. Uh, so keep your peepers peels. We'll try to stick to the fortnightly uh, schedule. But if we, we don't, forgive us. And I guess that's it. Let's wrap up. Until next yeah. time, Belinda Happy Weaver. Happy writing. Happy writing. Thanks for listening right to the end. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy my two other podcasts, I have one called The Recipe for SEO Success, which is all about SEO tips, advice, and helping you grapple the Google beast. And my other, The Confessions of a Misfit Entrepreneur, which is all about dealing with the stresses of running your own business. You can find both of them on iTunes and Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Even the thought of doing an intro just made me get the giggles. Just a little bit. So let's not get there. I can't do okay. intros anymore.